Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't know. I think it's just a control thing, but I like it. Mm, probably. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh- So welcome to this week's episode of Take It or Leave It. I am one of your hosts, Meredith Masony. And I'm the other one, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you could take. Or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, um, I guess I'll fill you in on the longest two weeks of my life. Love it. I honestly, last night I was sitting in the car and I felt like I had been hit by a bus and then the bus driver stopped and he looked out and he was like, oh, the bitch is still alive. And then he backed over me just to make sure I was dead. That's rude. That's how I felt. Of the bus driver. Oh, God. Dave goes, just kidding. That was me. You're welcome. Okay. Uh Just go away already. Why are you here? Why are you sitting next to me and why hi, are Dave. you here right now? You can't. I came to say hi to my boo. Okay. Could you just go? Happy anniversary. That was yesterday. Oh, I thought you meant me. I... <laughs> you can't this is hear awkward. Tiffany. I can hear her. She's deaf. I can hear you through her headphones. Oh, my God. Hi, Dave. Thank I you. thought I was your boo, but it's your anniversary today? Yesterday. <gasps> Happy belated Thank you. anniversary. 20 years? 20 years. 20? Jesus, that's a whole grown-up. That's a whole grown-up. Can I help you with something? Excuse me, don't talk to Dave like that on our anniversary, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I saw it. Thank you. He literally has such a hardcore addiction to Instagram reels that when I don't respond to an Instagram reel that he sends me from in the house, he brings it to me to show it to me. During your podcast. Yes, during my (laughs) podcast. He's like, did you not, you didn't respond to this Instagram reel that I sent you? I really can't. I can't believe this is what we're doing right now. Are you sick? Must be suffering from a lack of vitamin me. Dave, that's what you walked in here for? Okay. David. I get such grief. Go on. You have your phone? Go on her Instagram right now. And look at her last post. My last post? On Instagram? Did you post something? Me or her? Oh, you went in and posted you on didn't. my Instagram? You didn't, so I did. When did you Wait, do this? because I love you. <gasps> the 11 hours ago anniversary post? I never saw this. Shut the fu- front door. 20 years of marriage has many looks. I was looking for pics of us together living our best life. I quickly realized that these moments in between the perfect ones were actually my favorite. Mm, they represent candid, funny moments and scary, uncertain ones. Sharing perfect moments with somebody special is great and easy. A true partner gets you through the hard parts that no one can handle alone. Happy <gasps> anniversary. Love your baby daddy. Oh. 
And then it says, I love you more today than I did yesterday, but not as much as I will tomorrow. Oh my God, I'm crying and I have chills. That's oh, so sweet, that was, Dave. Oh my God, you posted this prom <laughs> picture? Dave! Oh! Dave! Oh you picked all these terrible pictures that day. Why did you post these pictures of me? That's so sweet. Oh my God, you posted all of these ugly pictures. He explained why, though. He said he quickly realized that these moments in between the perfect ones were actually his favorite. Oh my God, she's crying. <laughs> Poor Tiffany. Oh, now I'm crying. All right. I love you. You have to go now. Goodbye. Bye. Tiffany's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm such an asshole. I never even saw the post. <laughs> nice job. Sorry. Oh. I had a day yesterday. All right. I'll see you in 30 in, tw- in 10 more years. Oh, my gosh. That's too much. That's so sweet. That was very sweet. He is he's the sweet one. That's the problem. I don't I tried so hard this year to be the sweet one. So I got this. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, it's right uh, I'm fine. Lonely. I'm Mr. Lonely. So I bought I bought him this. Well, I bought it for me. Maybe that's why I'm not sweet because I'm just so selfish. So I saw this <laughs> online and I was like, this is so cute. We should have this. So I was like, I'll get him this for our anniversary. So it says 20 years, three kids, 7,305 days, many vacations, lots of laughter, Daphne, Ruth, Jackson, and Jade, um, 10,520, 10,520,000 minutes, still counting, and then it has the kids' names and their birthdays and, like, our anniversary or whatever, right? So I was like, oh, this is so sweet. Let me get him this. And then he, you know, posts an Instagram post and everybody's a puddle. And I'm just like, I don't know how to be sweet like that. Did everybody in the comments know that it was from him? They must have because it I did because it says it's from him. Oh, yeah. Somebody's mad at you and clearly can't follow directions i'm gonna respond what happened hold on let me yell at this person who are we yelling at how does your anniversary post only have one picture of your husband and the rest of just you who does that (laughs) what a freaking dude yeah people don't learn how to read oh wow She's killing my vibe. So anyway, what- so I never even saw that post. So yeah, I'm a... Um, that's... Okay, hold on. Tiffany's going to spend the rest of her morning replying to people on this post. Let's see. <laughs> Jebba, try not to be too romantic. She knows me so well. I'm calling her Janet. Oh, Janet. Most of these are very nice. Because that's what I call the boil on my butt cheek. Yeah. Yeah. Most of these are very nice comments. I only, I didn't even see the one, Janet, you're talking about. Who does that? Did you read it? Ugh. Don't ruin our anniversary post, bitch. Anyway, that was so 
sweet and adorable and so, so sweet. What's it? I just, I can't wait to find out what it's like to have somebody do gestures like that. I can't wait. I've waited my whole life. It's going to happen and you're going to, um, you're going to be treated the way that you've always deserved to be treated and it will happen for you. I don't have a single doubt in my mind that it will because you are such, you have put such an outpouring of love into the universe. You're absolutely going to get it back. Thank you. I appreciate it. I hope so. Oh yeah, you will. I don't have any doubt. Did you pin Michelle Munster Heinemann's comment here for all of eternity or is this a coincidence or are we talking? I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, up here. I didn't do that. I like it. I don't know how it happened. But I have the picture memorized. There's It's there a band go. photo. There's a trumpet. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. I was looking. I was like, where did I pin something? I liked it, but. Yeah. So anyway. So anyway. So yeah. Um, I. Uh, go ahead and, and complain now. No, I didn't. After that. that. I didn't see uh, that. Post. No, no, no. I mean about how hard your life is. Oh no, my, it wasn't that my life is hard. It was just, it was two weeks of like nonstop medical doctor's appointments and issues. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I you never wrote me back. That's right. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Um, No, don't be sorry. I never write you back. So it's nice to be the one in this position. (laughs) No. So I just, I always plan all of my physicals and like my annual checks and everything around my birthday so that I don't forget to do it. So it's like, happy birthday, go to the doctors and just get everything checked. Um, I know that, but that's how I don't forget. So anyway, I went in, got my mammogram. It was very fast. It was very easy. It was a total of six minutes that it took to get back there and everything. And two days later, I get that scary phone call that you get when you get a mammogram that doesn't look good. And they said, they found a mass in your left breast. You need to go back in um, for a diagnostic mammogram and an ultrasound. So then I couldn't get in anywhere, which is of course ridiculous. Of course. So then I called the doctor's office back and was like, they're telling me that I can't get in until the end of October. I don't really want to wait a month if you're telling me that there's a mass in my booby. So um, they were able to, they go, oh, you're scheduling in the wrong place anyway. This is a level something. You have to go to the hospital. Then I got even more freaked out because I'm like, I have to go to a hospital to do this? Like, that sounds worse. So anyway, long story short, I got in yesterday. Um, They were very, it was very nice. They obviously know that women are freaked out in this situation because they're trying to offer you like, can you get, can I get you a water or a cup of coffee while you wait? Or would you like the music turned on? Like they have you in this one room that's like dark and quiet and, um, like they don't leave you out in the waiting room. Like clearly they know that you're a nervous wreck cause you're there for mm-hmm. this. Right. So I go back and I'm watching the lady do the ultrasound and I'm looking at the ultrasound image like I'm a technician, right? Right, right, right. Like I can interpret these readings and findings. And I'm yeah. like, okay, 12 o'clock, left breast mass. She's got mm-hmm. diameters. I'm like, it's a something centimeter with a something centimeter. And so then I go to, as soon as they escort me out, I go to my phone and I'm Googling what does breast cancer look like on an ultrasound <laughs> so that I right. can like remember what I saw. And um, of course, everything that I saw is what it looked like, right? And I was like, okay, I can't. I have to put the phone down. 
And five minutes later, the radiologist walks out and he's like, hey, um, so you have um, multiple cysts in your breast, um, not cancer. Uh, we have to drain them. And I was like, um, no, I'll stop you right there. I was like, it's not cancer. He's like, nope. I was like, great. I'll see you later. He goes, no, no, you can't leave. <laughs> we have to talk about this. And I was like, no, I'm good. I am not letting anybody else poke me or stick me with anything right now. I've said I've had a rough couple of weeks. Uh, I'm gonna keep them. Thank you. And, um, he's like, well, are they painful? I said, yeah. He goes, well, let me drain them. And I was like, no. And so we had this five more minute conversation I didn't want to have. And he basically said, okay, you have to come back in six months. And if they're bigger, I'm going to make you drain them. Then I said, okay, could they become cancerous? That's what I asked. He said, no. So I was like, then I don't want you to needle me. Like I'm good right now. Like, yeah, they hurt a little bit, but not Are they related to your armpit thing? No. So what I did find out, though, is after going to the gynecologist the day before, um, I have to have my right ovary removed. So I have cysts all over inside my pelvis as well, all over my ovaries. My right ovary is almost, it's much bigger than my left ovary. It's enlarged. So they think it's uh, endometriosis. And it's growing all over in there. So I have to go in and have the right ovary removed. And then there was one, the left Wait, ovary. didn't you have a hysterectomy? Already? I had my uterus and my cervix <laughs> removed. They left the ovaries so I wouldn't go into menopause. But now the ovaries are causing all sorts of trouble. So, so are, they, are they just taking one or both? They're taking one to see if I can stay out of menopause for a few more years. Because it's bad the earlier you go through menopause. So um, for many reasons, like your bone density goes down, different things like that. So they're like, just we want you to keep the one ovary on the left that doesn't seem to be giving you as much trouble. And I was like, okay. So I go in for surgery next month to have that Damn. removed. Um, but I think they think that every time I thought I was passing a kidney stone, it was my ovary. No way. Yeah, because the cysts that are on there and the size of the ovary is pushing on the bladder. Oh. And it's causing, they said, I said, what about my back pain? And they're like, yeah. They said, you could also have some endometriosis maybe on a kidney or on your bowels, and that causes pain too. So they have to go in and I have to have exploratory surgery with an over, oh. ovary removal. And then there was one mm -hmm. ovary. And then there was name. one ovary. Yeah. Got it. Her, for those of you who can't see it, her screen name today is, and then there was one. And I thought I was getting fired or something, but it's about her ovaries. It's about my ovaries or oh, lack man. of one. So I'm sorry. Last couple of weeks has just been one thing after the next. And I'm so tired. Um, I'm just, I'm just mentally and physically, emotionally drained from all of it. And I'm happy <clears throat> because you know, obviously I was already going straight to worst case scenario with my boob and being like, Good. okay, well, I don't know what days I can schedule chemo because I'm really busy on these days. Like literally my brain went to the darkest place mm. and I was like, I don't have time for this right now. Um, I don't have time. And I know Allison is in the chat going, I had it all taken out at 38. Best thing I ever did. Um, and I agree with you. I asked for them to take both out and he was adamant. He's like, you need to have one ovary. So this is the deal I'm going to make him. I'm going to say, look, when you go in 
and you look around, if you have any indication that the left one is going to start acting up, just take it. Yeah. Just take it and I we will figure out the next course of, a- course of action. I said, but I can't keep living like this. Every month I walk around and this one right ovary just hurts all the time. And every month it feels like I'm getting my period. Oh. And I don't even have a uterus anymore. So I was like, I need it to stop. Like the cysts get bigger, then they get smaller, then they get bigger. It's enough. It's enough. That's so wild. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Getting old sucks, dude. Mm. Yeah, so. I need to get a mammogram. I haven't. I think I've gotten like one in my life. You well, you're not old enough yet to have to have annuals. Annual. I'm thirty. Forty is usually the seven. recommended. Am I thirty-seven? You're thirty-eight this year. Oh my god! Did you just realize how old you turned? That just happened right now. <clears throat> Did you just lose a whole year or gain a year? I did, dude. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. I'm 38. Yes. 40 is usually when they start doing an annual. Okay. Cool. Did you read this? I don't know what that means. Did you just pin that? I did it on accident again. That's I don't know how to do it. Interesting one to pin. So Chloe woke up super early this morning and came in my room screaming, Mom, I'm bleeding. What? Yeah, and I'm like, what? The-? My first thought for some reason was that I don't know why, but I thought the cat attacked her in her sleep. Oh. But it was so much worse, dude. Her face was just covered in blood. Bloody and nose. I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. There's nothing more traumatizing first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? And she's like, it's okay. It happens at dad's all the time. I think it's dry air. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not okay, honey. Get." O-. I had my... <clears throat> my flashlight there was like clots so i'm googling and i'm like she might be anemic no it was it was really scary it's definitely dry air yeah but why like why would it be so bloody some people like it was a lot pre- predisposed to them i used to get them as a kid all the time um matthias got them as a kid all the time he's he's had them recently where he wakes up and there's just blood everywhere and he's like mom you gotta wash my sheets and i'm like oh okay my son used to get them all the time but it's newer for chloe i hate it Mm. 
I know somebody's like, you have dry air in Florida. We could just not, not like outside. We don't, <laughs> but I mean, in your house, you can. Should I get a humidifier or whatever it's called? If she's having them repeatedly, you could put a humidifier in her room. I mean, it's the first time here. Yeah, because she know. just, her sinuses might be a little dry. You could also, before she goes to bed, squirt a little saline, simple saline up her nose, kind of wet the okay the um, sinuses a little bit. That sounds like it's going to be very dramatic. Um, It's really just a puff and a puff. I know, but she's just very extra. I don't know how or why she would possibly be that way, but yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Bloody nose. Everybody, I don't even want to talk about my sickness. I know I did kind of last week before I died on the podcast and we had to stop. So I don't even want to, I don't even want to relive that. Yeah, it was traumatic. I'm in a new place. I'm better. I'm so much better. I will never take feeling good for granted ever again. Stay ahead of the trampoline life. park. <laughs> you don't know where uh, you picked it up. Just stay out of the trampoline park. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I just feel like anytime you go to like a Chuck E. Cheese or whatever, it's like you're coming home with a million amoebas and all sorts of <laughs> shit oh. you don't want. Speaking of, my son will no longer swim in pools if they're dirty because apparently he saw on YouTube that there's something that's a brain-eating amoeba. And he, it's like, I think I passed on my anxiety or my, you know, intrusive OCD thoughts to him because he's dead-ass serious. We went over to my friends to swim and he wouldn't get in the pool because he, there's a chance he could get a brain-eating Amoeba. He made me look up the statistics and everything. Well, uh, not in a pool. Yeah, they happen in pools that are not taken care of. Well, but, is you know, dilapidated. Ta- right. Is her pool taken care of? Yes, okay. but there was leaves. And then... There were leaves. There were leaves. Listen to this. <laughs> it's not very funny, but... um, It's... Uh, sorry, I saw somebody posting something in the chat, and I don't, I can't tell if it's spam or if that's like a link to something. Oh, I see it's it. Saline for you. Okay, yeah. Listen, I finally convinced my son to get in the pool, and he's swimming. I this might be a trigger warning. I probably should have trigger warninged, but I look over in the pool filter, dude. Unalive rabbit. No. Swear to God. On everything that I love, I swear. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I finally convinced him that it's safe. And then, and then I'm like, like, get out of the pool. Everybody out of the pool. Everybody get out of the pool. And Chloe, oh my gosh, I'm concerned. I've never seen her happier and more excited and because me and my friend were tripping. We're like, how are we going to get it out? She's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And I'm like, calm down, freak of nature. <sighs> like, we need to use gloves or something. She's like, no, just give me the net. Like, she was desperate to be the one to get it out. And it was very concerning. And I was like, hey, honey, what? let's talk about why you were so excited about it. And she's like, I just love rabbits, Aww. even dead ones. Well, that's but its sweet, eyes were sad. That's a sweet uh, yeah. thing. That is sweet. It wasn't my pool. It was my friend's pool. But I... It could have been my pool. I mean, I, I don't have a pool cage, but it was it was my friend's. Well, that does happen. You know, they get in there and they fall in and then they can't get out and it happens. We've lost some 
some frogs, which is weird because it's like, you should know how to swim. You're a frog. Um, But we've had some frogs in there and some other things. And it's just part of, it's part of it. I get tons of turtles in the pool. And did you know that turtle poop is just like human poop, by the way? Well, they carry salmonella. So you got to be careful with them. The turts. Okay. Well, that sucks. Yeah. That's not what I was referring to. I meant the size. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that I didn't know. Yeah. Logs, dude. Logs. Logs. It's like a baby yeah. Ruth down there. Yeah. It was nuts. But that's really crappy. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. That they carry salmonella. Yeah. They do. They carry salmonella. So you just got to wash Anyway, what else is going on? Yeah. Shock the pool if you find dead animals or feces in it. <laughs> you definitely have to shock the pool. Um yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, um, with all of this, so I went and I did all of those requirements to be a coach, right? I got my fingerprinting. I paid for the classes. I did all of the cla- of the online classwork. I watched all the videos. I filled out all the paperwork. I did everything because I was going to force spending time yeah. with Sophia by doing weightlifting And then like a month and a half ago, Sophia went to a job interview at a boba tea place that's opening in the neighborhood. The owner never called her back. We assumed she didn't get the job. Last week they call, you got the job. So now she has to start working and her work hours are 4.30 to 9.45 at night. And weightlifting, she's supposed to be up at 6 a.m., to go to weightlifting practice. And I was like, how can I make this kid go to work four times a week, which I think is excessive for a 14 year old. So I'm going to have to talk to that manager. Um, but I was like, I can't make her get up in the morning and force her to do this. Right. After, and I said, I did all of this work. And you can still coach. Money. So I said to him, I was like, at first I was like, you know, maybe I'll still help. He goes, well, wasn't the reason to do it with your daughter? And I was like, it was, but I do feel like a responsibility now because I said I'd help you. And then I got the news that I'm losing an ovary next month. And I'm like, well, I can't, <laughs> I won't be able yeah. to coach anyway because I won't be able to lift anything or do anything because I'll be, I have to have surgery. And it wasn't in the cards. It, it wasn't, wasn't in the cards. So I think the lesson that I took from that was. Don't try to force your kids into doing something that they really don't want to do because the universe is going to take care of it for you and it's going to cost you around $250. Wow. In some that way, is, shape, or form. Is an oddly specific lesson yeah. to learn. But I was thinking about it and I was so hell-bent on making her do something that I wanted to do with her to try to get her to like it. And it wasn't, I, w- I shouldn't have. Mm. I forced that. Because I wanted to do it and I thought that if I made her do it, she'd end up enjoying it with me. And that's not what she wants to do. She wants to work at a boba tea place and she wants to ride stupid horses and she wants to do all these other things. And I have to be better about letting her be who she is and stop trying to force her into doing other things that she doesn't want to do because I want her to do them. Mm. I thought it was, I thought it was a cool parenting move. I didn't work out for me. Huh. Did not work I out liked it. So I felt really bad because I then had to tell this guy 
that I couldn't Sorry. help. And it just, you know, I just want it. And so she says to me, she goes, Sophia goes, you know, you could take horseback riding lessons with me. And I was like, never, but thank you. That's cute though. She invited you. Why wouldn't you do it? I'm not getting onto a horse. I feel like you'd be a great horse rider. Mm -mm. They're so. Well, you're sciatica. My my sciatica. No, they're (laughs) too, these, these animals scare me. They're so big. Mm. They're so friggin' massive. Yeah. So I don't have a, a th- and I mean, I like to feed them carrots and treats. Okay. And pet their noses. Yeah. But that's But not it. ride them. No, I don't want to ride them. But I do, you know, I'm the one who goes out with her. I take her. Like, we were out there until 8 o'clock last night. So, you know, I still take her um, to horseback. Get Meredith a pony. No, no, I don't want a pony. <laughs> what are you going to, what are you going to make Sophia do with her money? What am I going to make her do with her money? Um, yeah, like I know you have a plan for it, I'm sure. No, she's going to – she wants to save up her money to buy a horse. And I told her that that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But, I mean, she can think that she's saving up for a horse. But she's not because um, uh, she doesn't seem to understand that buying the horse isn't the expensive part. Right, maintaining it's or maintaining, something? maintaining, housing it. It's like you can't live in the garage. You know, like you have to pay somebody who owns a barn. Mm. And then to feed them and, and the vet bills on a horse. Mm. Listen, I took my dog in last week for a, for a, a hurt toe. And mm. it was 300 and something dollars. Horses are very expensive. So she's going to save her money and we're going to have conversations along the way. But her plan anyway, and I hope she sticks with this plan, is to go to nursing school after high school and live here and just go to the local nursing school so she can start working right away. That's so cool that she has a plan. So I keep telling her that's a great plan. We have a great nursing school here. Just stick with that plan because that's that's just automatic job security. Like she'll go right into the workforce and a lot of these nursing schools will pay to keep sending you to school or these jobs will pay to keep sending you to nursing school. These jobs will keep paying. Oh, okay. What? I was processing what you were saying. I didn't understand. You were saying a lot of big professional person like the the hospitals will pay to keep sending you to school like to get more nursing degrees like a higher degree that's nice like if you start i thought the world was gonna end yesterday oh with the alert not just the alert i woke up the day before Mm -hmm. yesterday Mm -hmm. and i thought i got eyelash glue on my contact lens because the whole street was hazy oh yeah and I was like, dang, dude, this sucks. And then I went over to my friend's house because we were going to a juvenile delinquency arraignment to sit in on it, casual. And she mentioned how hazy the roads were. And I was like, oh, my gosh, okay. Because I thought I had glue on my uh, contact lens. But you're seeing this, too. And she's like, yeah, what the heck? I'm going to turn right and see if it's there. And I'm like, no, it's going to be there because it was in my, it was everywhere. And... She's like, oh, my gosh, did you hear about the emergency alert tomorrow? And I was like, dude, 
this is it. Like they are gassing us right now as we speak. Like it was early in the morning. I hadn't had coffee and my brain was just going wild. I thought we were being gassed. And then the emergency alert, alert because I heard you, the phones are going to be offline for an hour. And that was when the purge was going to occur. Oh, right, 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 right. Because you can't call for help. Right. You can't connect with your love. Like that was it. And I was so convinced, dude, until I started Googling. And apparently it's from Canada, which everybody knew. And I didn't know because scientifically, I don't understand how that happens, how it could get all the way from Canada to my town and not have dissipated the the wind the air streams well i yeah i imagine it was wind that carried it over initially meredith it was a magic spell <laughs> but wouldn't it be wouldn't it um have like dissipated i guess not i'm on the bottom i'm the wiener of the map yeah it's just, it, it's, it was mind blowing. But yesterday when I was in the midst of my spiral, you couldn't convince me mm. that it wasn't going to go down. And then the alert happened. And then did you have full panic? No, you just swiped the alert away. It wasn't at all what I thought it was. <laughs> I could still use my phone. Yeah. And now I realize I might have overreacted. Just a smidgen. But my town was hazy. Yeah, here too. It was real weird. Yeah, I noticed it Monday night. Yeah, it can't be good, right? To like, no, the air quality has been pretty, pretty poopy. Man, did they warn us? Um, Ruth, like I googled it and found out, but had I not, I wouldn't have known. Uh, I shouldn't go out. I don't know if I mean we knew, but I knew about the Canadian wildfires. What are people talking about? Pecan fish segment. Oh, I didn't tell you. Yeah, that was. Yeah, there was a situation the other night. So, <laughs> so Tuesday night I cook with supporters. Right, I make dinner. We chat. It's just our thing. And lately, I've been talking about how. You know, my goals and dreams have shifted a little bit, and I think I want a cooking show. <laughs> but I want a real cooking show, not the cooking shows that you see on TV, like the Rachel Ray, like Everything's Pretty, Martha Stewarty. I want them to film in my house, and when the shit goes down. Mm. And so I've been talking about this a lot lately. So Tuesday night, I'm like, hi, guys, welcome to the show. We're going to be cooking this delightful salmon dish. And I'm just like talking about this salmon dish that I'm going to create. And Matias walks out of his room and he goes, mom, Ruth expressed her anal glands on my carpet right in the middle of my cooking of my cooking segment. And I'm like, oh, that stinks. OK, um, get me the wipes and some bags. Um, and I pick up the camera and I go in to take everybody's with me. So that they can watch me clean up anal juice. No, don't yeah. say that. And so then I get in there and I'm looking around and I look on the floor and I'm like, no, that's that's just shit. There's just shit on your floor. I was like, where did this shit come from? And he's like, Ruth was just in here. And I was like, she doesn't poop in the house. She's never once pooped in the house. And I'm looking at it and I go, and then the light goes off in my head. I go, oh my God, she wiped her ass all over his carpet and their shit. So I'm like, oh no, there's shit on Ruth. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So then I pop up and I walk out into the kitchen and I'm calling the dog. This is all in the middle of me trying to cook fish. I lift up the dog's tail. It's just covered. There's shit everywhere. I'm just screaming at this point. I'm going, son of a bitch. Oh my God, there's shit, shit everywhere. There's just shit. And I'm, and I, so then Sophia thinks she's hilarious. She grabs the camera. She starts following me around as I'm wiping shit off the dog's ass. And I'm like, turn away. Don't look. Get it out of my, and there's just shit everywhere. I'm like, guys, I can't, I gotta go. I can't talk about salmon right now. There's just shit on everything. So I'm trying to get the dog out onto the porch so that I can give her a bath. Dave moved the hose. I couldn't find the hose. So then I have to corral the dog into my shower to scrape the shit off of her butt. It was the worst. It was so disgusting. So then I'm cleaning her up. Is this the worst cooking show I've ever did? <laughs> so then I'm cleaning her up and I'm and I'm calling for Sophia. Now, mind you, the dog loves baths because she loves to get blow dried after the bath. What the f- And so I'm blow drying her hair and I'm I'm brushing her and I'm cleaning her all up. And I realize the reason that the poo is getting stuck in her behind is because she has too much hair around her butt. So at that point, I have to get the scissors and I have to shave the dog's anus hairs all the way down. Because she hadn't been groomed in so long that the poo was sticking dingleberry style to her butt hairs. I am... (laughs) So sad that I brought this up. I re- like if I had a time machine. Oh my god! So I would go back to just a minute before I read that comment out loud. You're, somebody's like, my family said I'm weird for checking my dogs, but no. If you have a, because here's the thing: most of the time, if something gets stuck back there, she just stands there and looks at me like, "Help me, mom! Come get this off." Well, she didn't. She just ran in with a whole turd stuck to her ass and then wiped it all over the carpet. It was the most disgusting. So in a a span of an hour, I was trying to cook salmon on a live and then shaving my dog's asshole. Like that's my life. In in the span of less than 30 minutes, I was cooking salmon and shaving a dog asshole. Think about that sentence that I just said. I'd rather not. Yeah. Think about that. Um, Okay. So, I mean, you can't then be like, okay, and now we're going to put the pecan nuggets on. So then I cleaned everything up. I got cleaned up. I went back into the kitchen. I restarted the live. I said, hi, welcome back. We will be (laughs) sorry for that commercial break. Um, uh, This was sponsored by doggy laxatives. He pretended like it was a new live and he just started fresh like it didn't just happen. I was like, pardon my dog for shitting all over the place. Welcome back. And now we will uh, coat the salmon in a honey mustard sauce with pecans. Mm -mm. And that's what I did. And that's what I did. And then I thought to myself, okay, go download that live 
and make a cooking show real and send it out to um, streaming companies and say, why wouldn't you want me to host a cooking show? This is what I can offer you. Yeah. You know what? And then you can put in part of it one day out of the month, I have a guest helper Mm. who I'm going to try to teach to cook. And it's going to be me. Ah. And and, because I don't know how to cook. So your job Mm. on that episode is to teach me how to make a shit pecan salad shrimp fish. Mm -hmm. And we just film how that goes down. Or we could make it like MasterChef and we compete. Mm-hmm. Who, who can make the best shit salmon and then Dave tests it. Yeah, I think we I think it would be hilarious and fun. And I don't know why I didn't think about this before, but we'll just call it my shitty cooking show and it's <laughs> it's just ridiculous, right? But I feel like that's how like why would you want to watch somebody and it look perfect? Come watch my show and and you know, things will happen. In the background, that shouldn't while people are cooking. Mm. And it will be fun. Listen, this is how hits are made. Yeah. Like moments like this. Academy Awards are won. Well, (laughs) I don't know if I'd go that far, but. I'm just saying it was, look, I mean, there's a moment where I look into the camera and I say, turn away, turn away. And I'm just wiping shit off the tail in one hand, shit on the other. And I'm just like, don't film this. You know, it was amazing. Yeah, you could make like a demo reel. You I could think hire I'm gonna do a it. videography. I think for- I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the live we just did and I'm going to start sending it off. Netflix, Hulu, Prime. I love it. I mean, what I don't get is why wouldn't you want to make this cooking show? Well, I could think. Of a couple reasons? Of some reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Masony Madness Cooking Special. Crazy cooking shit. People are now giving me kitchen surprises. They're now giving me titles of the name of this of this show. I love it. I just it. think it's funny because when you watch these other cooking shows, it's, it always turns out perfect. I don't watch them. Oh, I watch a lot of cooking. It's cooking and murder mostly for me. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't like cooking shows. It just makes me hungry. Uh, I don't know. I just, it's, it's been kind of, it's been, it's funny because I've always said I don't like cooking, um, which is true. I really don't want to do it, but, uh, since building this sub stack and really focusing on recipes and things like that, that I'm doing on this other side, I've really started to enjoy, um, just finding different things and putting them together and not even like I'm creating recipes. I'm not, but what I'm saying is it's, it's just been, I don't know, oddly satisfying for me to be like, Oh, you know, here's the meal plan for the week and here's the, this. And I don't know. I think it's just a control thing, but I like it. Mm, Probably. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I would do, this has nothing to do with anything kind of, I went to this party and this lady brought this dish that she makes and it's the greatest thing I've ever put in my mouth. Mm, What is it? And I would like you to make it for me next time I see you. I don't know, dude. It's like pretzels Mm. and jello. No. And like graham cracker, but also maybe like there's some 
like marshmallow in there. And did I catch a niner in there? But it's apparently a common dish. Peanut butter, maybe? What words are you saying right now? People are saying pretzel salad. What the strawberry pretzel salad. Strawberries. There's definitely strawberries. Hold on, I'm yes. It. There's it's not ambrosia. I friggin' love ambrosia. It's like a strawberry pretzel dessert. Yes. Strawberry pretzel salad. The recipe critic. Tell me it. Tell Jump me what your recipe. T- I'll tell you what it is. In detail, if you could speak softly while you um, say it. Two and a half cups pretzels crushed, three tablespoons brown sugar, three quarter cup melted butter, a six ounce box of strawberry jello, a 16 ounce container of fresh strawberries sliced, one eight ounce package of cream cheese. That's it. A cup of sugar and an eight ounce container of cool whip. Mm, listen to me. So that's what it is. Bill collector. I have, ne- I, I dream of this dish. I dream. And somebody said very Midwestern and I'm pretty sure she, that's what she says too. Yeah. Well, it definitely sounds Midwestern dessert casserole, but I'm looking at it now and it definitely is a layer of strawberry jello with a layer of what looks to be like a sweet cream cheese bar dessert on a graham cracker crust. Ooh. It just gave me chills. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. That definitely, it, it is. And mm. there's Cool Whip, too. So you have layers of creamy. Don't say. Creamy. And then the jello. It. And then the creamy cheese. And then the crust. I love it. Is your name really Sunshine Melody Mancuso? Because that's a beautiful name. Yes. And you've made it. I'm not just saying that because there's a chance you might make She some. said she's made it a couple of times. It is called strawberry pretzel salad. It's not very often I like eat something and I'm like, mm, I want to remember that I love this. It's very special to me. No, like every year at this kid's birthday party, I know this lady from down the streets coming and she's bringing that. And I just sit by the door with my fork <laughs> and I'm so stoked. It's, it's happened two years in a row so far. Come back with that pretzel salad. Well, I bet yeah. if you told her she'd make you a whole pretzel salad to take home. She knows how much I love it. I get really like... um territorial about it at the buffet table (laughs) whenever someone tries to take some i'm like not too much not too much (laughs) (laughs) shares these take it take it off their plate (laughs) whoa 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 (laughs) i'm gonna need you to step step back bitch Uh, that is my pretzel salad (laughs) yeah it's so good i wish mm, anyway we gotta change the subject because i'm hungry that's that's delightful I would not, I'd watch your cooking show just for the shenanigans. Well, and that's what I think would be funny. Yeah. Right? I think the shenanigans are part of it. Like the kids coming in and bothering you and it's like, get the fuck out of here. You know, like that type of stuff. I feel like in a real cooking show, kids are coming in to ask for things and bother you and do stuff. Like at night when you go to cook, there's a lot of yelling. I don't know. Tomfoolery. You know, there's a lot of that that's going on. I was so motivated. Last night I was going to make the kids sloppy joes and french fries. Mm, and I was so excited. I a great sloppy joe recipe. And that, well, I mean, they, there's a can. Yeah, I don't make it. I make it from scratch. No. <laughs> okay, well, I don't. <laughs> and, um, and then I remembered it was Wednesday and Aubrey was coming to stay. So I didn't have enough sloppy joe mix. So we just got Taco Bell. 
great story. (laughs) But the point is I thought about making dinner. Okay. We have to get past the thought about to the activation (laughs) stage when it comes to dinner. Okay. There's just not enough hours in the day. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. It's just a lot of work for a little payoff. Haley says, I call them untidy Josephs. Sloppy Joes. Oh. <laughs> so stupid. Haley. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. No, I do. If you, um, I, I, I mean, I've made the Sloppy Joes live. Um, you could see the recipe. How do you make, I don't care. Actually, yeah, you don't care. But- that's, I just, I'll, listen, I'm not trying to be, I will never, I think in the whole span of my life, understand people who make things from scratch when you can just buy them. And I know that this is a very like specific thought process and there's absolutely nothing wrong with people who do this. In fact, it's probably preferred. However, me as a human being, I can never wrap my head around making pico de gallo from scratch when you could just buy a case of it and just have it done because i the salt content foods that are made and they're put in a can or in something that has to have a shelf life the the reason that it can stay on that shelf and not expire is because of the amount of sodium that they put in it to preserve it i mean i'll risk it though you right. know what i'm but saying but dave has high blood pressure so i have to make the food from scratch so that he has less salt intake. So I can't make, I can't use sloppy Joe can mix manwich mix. I have to make it because it's, I mean, listen, I get everybody's saying preservatives and chemicals and it tastes better. Like no, fundamentally, I understand that, but I cannot get my brain to ration the juice being worth the squeeze. I tell myself, I'll just put this in my body and cross my fingers and save some time. Like, that's the only way that I can think. I want to think another way. But I can't. Like, Have I will you ever never. enjoyed cooking? No. Well, when I, before juggling the Jenkins, when I was a stay-at-home mom and I was trying to find myself and find some sense of purpose. Yeah. I would wake up with the baby. I would find a recipe online. I would go to Publix, buy all the things for it, come home, cook it, and have it ready for Drew when he got off work. That was the one thing I did every day. That Uh was it. That was my main goal. My main job was to wake up and and do this. And I actually enjoyed it at the time. Um, But I think I was just desperate to feel like I was doing the wife thing mm-hmm. right yeah but i i that the only thing i enjoyed about it i think was feeling like i had a purpose i didn't enjoy the process itself yeah yeah that was a weird time well god i miss those days dude but i think that that's what you're exactly right you were searching for something mm-hmm. you know you were searching for something And I get that. Like, I totally remember that spot of motherhood. I remember exactly where I was. I was in the grocery store and I caught a glimpse of myself in the freezer door, like that reflection. Mm. You know, you could like kind of see yourself. And I looked Mm -hmm. at it and I went, who the fuck am I? Like, I just had this whole like existential crisis in the freezer section, you know, going to get fudgicles or something for the kids. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I didn't know who I was and I didn't know, you know, so I get that. And then you try to 
fill it with things, right? You're like, well, I'll be Susie homemaker or I'll be this or I'll be that. And it's tough, but you found what you want, what you're good at. Yeah. I I remember at that time, like my whole day, the payoff was Drew's reaction to the food. Mm. Like that was it. That was the payoff was how much he was going to enjoy it and love me and think I was a good wife. And if we know Drew, I mean, he was very polite and kind and always like said thank you, but he doesn't get excited about anything. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He could be the happiest he's ever been. And you would look at him dead in the face and be like, what's wrong with this guy? Yeah. Like you just can't tell. So it was, it was, it was a very weird time. But I think you have to reframe. And instead of saying, I want to do this so that I can get a reaction out of somebody else, you have to do what makes you have the reaction out of your own self. I'm learning that now. Yeah. So you have to, instead of saying, I'm going to make this so that the kids are going to love me because they're going to say it's super yummy to, I'm really happy that I was able to do this for them. But in the long run, you know, what, how, you know, like what is the feeling I'm getting from this? Right. Because, you know, that's, that's what's important. You have to be that in that spot, which is good. I'm, you know, everybody, it takes everybody time to get there. Well, it's so weird because for so long, my entire being was based upon this other person. And so like, if they were in a good mood, I was in a good mood. If they were in a bad mood, I was in a bad mood. If they approved of something, that meant it was good enough for me. If they approved of me or were happy with me, that meant I was doing a good job. If they seemed disappointed in me or quiet or their energy shifted, then something was wrong. And then I had to figure out what was wrong. And it was very weird. So now being alone and just trying to sit in that silence and not be influenced by Mm. anybody else's reaction, it's very weird and bored and lonesome and boring, I mean. And, And so I'm like trying to find what makes me happy. But when you live for so long relying on someone else, to dictate what makes you happy, it's very weird to find that. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, what makes me happy? Because up until this point, it was making other people happy. Mm -hmm. So what the hell do I do? It's not cleaning. Mm. It's not cooking. Um, It's pretty much like sleeping. Um... I've been going to more in-person meetings. Have you kept working out? Well, I, until I d- almost died last week. Right. But I'm going to start that again, too. Probably today. I've been thinking about it. If you're feeling been, better. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm ready. I'm getting my energy back. But yeah. So I don't know. I guess I'm curious. Like, what what do you do? That makes you happy. That has nothing to do with anyone else. I mean, it's so lame that I don't even want to say it. But you have to. I just really like watching TV. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) I already knew. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what I like to do that makes me happy because I shut my brain off and I don't have to have any thoughts or anything. And I just, I can just sit and be passive. 
that's my other question is, does that make you happy or does it just give you a break from the things that don't make you happy? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I do. I just like, but for me, I think I, I love to watch a show that has good writing, like yeah. scripted stuff because that I can appreciate. Cause I'm like, Oh, you made me laugh out loud or, Oh, you made me, you made me have an emotion to that. And I think the writing, cause I've said it before and I don't know that this will ever come to pass, but I've always wanted to write for TV. Like, I know. I've always wanted to write for TV, not be on the camera side of it because I'm not an actress, but the writing side of it because I feel like that's my strong suit. Like I can get you to laugh out loud with something that I wrote and put it in somebody else's mouth, right? And so I think that's for me what I love about TV and of course my obsession with reality TV because it's a social experiment to watch people react. I like that. So that's what's fun for me. And yeah. it's definitely. But you watch a lot of reality shows. Oh, yeah. I love all different types of stuff. I never watch TV. I love it. I love it. If yeah, I could should. do it all the time, I'd all I'd do, my whole day would be spent watching television. But I only get to do it at night. You yeah. Know what I mean, like I only get to sit for a little bit before I fall asleep because my days are filled with you know, starting dinner, you know, and, and doing all the laundry and figuring out what I have to work on this week and getting all the shit out and taking the kids to this practice or that practice or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, when I can sit down and watch Love is Blind, somebody's like, this is the worst season of Love is Blind ever. So it's definitely an odd season for sure. Why? Comparatively, Be because it's the first time that we're down to only two couples, maybe going to the altar. Usually it's five couples and there was where'd the rest of them go. Well, one, I don't want to do spoilers, but, oh, okay. It's a brand yeah. new season, but it's, it's very, it's weird. The whole thing is weird, but I've been watching love is blind with Matthias. That's a, it's very cute. It's not cute. Bonding. I probably shouldn't even be doing that because it's, yeah. it's super cringy. Uncomfortable. Yeah. And it like and we'll just sit there and look at each other and be like, ew. But you know, like it's it's hilarious. The people are awful. The people are said. awful. Dave will walk in the room and he's like, Why does everybody talk on the show like this? Like they're through talking through their noses like this. And I was like, either join the party or get out. But get don't out. come in here and make fun of this show. But it is. More set up uh, or something. Somebody said it's totally scripted. I know that's why I can't enjoy yeah. that stuff because I spend the whole time analyzing what's fake and it's what's just real. A train wreck. It's the only reason I like to watch it. Mm. It's a mess. It's a hot, steamy, Ruth-sized turd of a mess. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you have something. Wait a minute. Wait I a minute. Did you see the new all-naked dating show on HBO? What? I, I gotta, that sounds... I got Google it. <clears throat> Hold on. I have HBO. <laughs> I could never be on one of those shows where it's like, I'm so insecure. I was thinking about this the other day, the love is blind thing. Like I could make someone fall in love with my personality, but I would feel so bad for them having to see me. Oh and like God, thinking stop. about them being disappointed. Like, I feel like you have to have a certain level of confidence. Guys, it's called, it's called Naked Attraction. And it is a full frontal nude dating show. 
on HBO Max. <gasps> Singles eliminate potential dates by scrutinizing and criticizing their nude bodies. No. <gasps> I, this is the craziest shit I've ever watched on TV. End quote. I can't even. I, well, now I know I what I'm doing tonight. It. No, I couldn't Done. even watch it. Done. I am watching it. <laughs> Done. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You know, this is why I love the podcast. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, my gosh. I, now, I, I can't can... watch this with children's. They eliminate it based on their how their body parts look? I guess. I didn't read the whole thing, but I'm going to go watch it. No, I can't. I can't. I Somebody can't. goes, I can't watch it. It sounds horrifying. I'm like, yes. Let's do it. Naked attraction can come across as rather jaw-droppingly brutal in the contestants' graphic analysis and dismissal of people based on their most private of parts, with contestants being dismissed for every superficial reason you can imagine. I don't like her feet. His penis is too small. At the same time, each episode contains um, interstitials. That doesn't sound right. Of information, oh, of informative sex education. And the show clearly tries to promote body confidence and positivity among all of the hot or not judgment. No, they can't. They can't. I feel like just watching someone get eliminated because they have hideous feet would make me be like, oh my God, that would be me because my feet are hideous. And it would just perpetuate like the already effed up view I have of myself. They start that that's with the a- feet and move up. Oh, no. I'd be out. I'd be out. I wouldn't get a first date. They'd be like, no. Hell this no. is so amazing. Meredith, how can you say that? Because I want to see it. No. How could? No. 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 You watch it for me okay. and report back. I'll watch an episode or the season and I'll tell you how it goes. <laughs> I'll watch an episode, all 12, tonight. I, somebody's like, that's disgusting. Come on. That's how I feel. That doesn't... Okay, but it's a social experiment. Oh, my God. I didn't say that it was the right thing to do. I also didn't say, I'm going to watch it. No, I know you are. I, there's but nothing wrong with you for wanting to I'm watch intrigued. It. I want to take a little peeky deek. Who could sign up? Who could be confident enough and brave enough to sign up? You'd have to be perfect. You'd have to get compliments every minute of every day, I all could, of your life. I mean, life. there's no way I could not do it at all. No. No way I could do it. At all. Never. No. But I will watch it. With bated breath. Oh, my gosh. Please do. And then gonna, tell me. I'm going to. But that's what I'm saying is like, I, I mean, I could never do that. I don't like getting in and out of the shower because I catch a glimpse in the mirror, you know, and you're like, Ugh. oh, your body's banging. No, these girl, these boobies are so they're literally I didn't know that tiny toddies could sag. No. Nope. I've seen your boobs. You have great boobs. No, I just you really do. And listen, I'm telling you, it's, it makes there's a sense. very specific group of people who like I paid money to have mine made smaller. <laughs> Like, there's nothing wrong with little bitties. Oh, God. Is that your kid? <laughs> they they can't hear you. And and he was talking to Dave. Okay. Yeah. No, um, Dave clearly loves tiny titty tots. Yeah. Your I mean, body's amazing. 
Well, it's I appreciate annoying, that. Actually, but no, but. I, I, um, I could never. I could absolutely never, never, never. No, never. Uh, do that. I would. I just don't know how. I don't know how people do have the the courage to do something like that because of just how our world is. Maybe, maybe after the show airs and stuff, we can get one of them on as a guest. Oh yeah. Speaking of, I also wanted to throw this out here because I have been looking and I've sent some emails and I haven't gotten any emails back on it. So I, I, I I'll, I'll put it out here in case there's somebody who might listen to this. I want to have a trauma therapist, if that's a thing. I want a trauma therapist to come onto the show to talk to us about um, raising our kids in the in this crazy world today and like how we're supposed to talk to them about this crazy world. Like I want a therapist who can like, you know, school shootings or just the, the, the crazy violence that, that that's out there today. Like how do we talk to our kids about mm. those situations? Because I have been wanting to, so a friend of mine, the stabbing that happened at the school in, in uh, yeah. Tampa, that was a friend of mine's nephew that was yeah, stabbed. So, I think I was there. Huh? Not at the school, but I was at your house when that happened. Oh, so I want, and like, I was thinking about that and I was like, how do we have these conversations with our kids? And, and like, I have been looking and I've reached out to a couple of therapists. I've, you know, like emailed and whatever, and I haven't gotten any responses. So if, uh, I have somebody- a good betrayal trauma therapist recommendation, if you need one. Betray. Oh, well, if you want to have Is, them on, I don't know if that's the same thing, but. Well, I think that I think that I think that would be a good episode for us as parents to yeah, kind of talk about it. that. So if I'm looking has- if anybody out there knows or can connect us with them. That's a guest I'd love to have on the podcast. Um, you know, anyway, I do. It does Tiffany feel that way uh, that we are in uncharted territory for society in America. I was like, I never said that. No, a, a, a comment <laughs> from a, a comment or name, Tiffany. I said I was agreeing. Yeah, this is definitely I see a weird. That now. You know, it. I was talking to my mom, and she was like, "I don't know how you raise kids today, because this is not how we raised kids." And I was like, "I know you just didn't raise us." <laughs> oh, got him. And I hope- she was like, "You know what I mean?" And I was like, "No, that's exactly what I mean, Mom." No, wait, you tell her that to her face. Oh yeah, and yeah, I tell her. I say, Christine, listen. Um, betrayal trauma therapist, somebody said they'd never heard of that, but immediately thought I need that. It is, uh, life changing. It's so I hear that (laughs) it might be the only reason that somebody, uh, gets up and functions. Mm. It's incredible. Um, anyway, allegedly. So that's a lot. I will, um... Reach out to some. Why does it have to be a tra- what? It, like, what is a trauma therapist specifically? I'm not. That I'm not using. I might not be using the right language. Okay. This so is like what a, I'm saying is like somebody who deals with that. I don't know what that's called. Like grief kind of trauma or just trauma in general. I think I this fucked up world that we lived in. I want to know from a therapist how do we talk to our kids about the fucked up world we lived in. That's what I'm saying. Like somebody said, crisis therapy. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. 
I'm just saying, I feel like as a, as a, uh, we bode ourselves as a quote unquote parenting ish podcast. Like, I think that that would be a topic that I'd love to kind of, I just think you have, you have to get more specific because there's all kinds of shit in the world. Well, I don't know. I'm saying specifically to these crises that we're dealing with, with our kids. That type of stuff. Like LGBTQ issues, uh, suicide. I think all of it. I think yeah, I all of it. If there's one umbrella. Well, I feel therapist. like, I feel like there, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we could have a week well, of different therapists and we I just record we every day and jam it out. I feel, I think we could. Yeah. And we could call it crisis in America. No, that's Dr. Phil. That's what he did. <laughs> Never mind. We'll figure it out. It always leads back to Dr. Phil. <laughs> it always leads back to Dr. Phil. I miss my boo. Yeah, he's he's retired, huh? Yeah. Look at the, Do you hear the sadness? Yeah. I cried. Yeah, I'm sure. That's all we used to listen to in the dressing room. Oh, yeah. I've listened to a lot of Dr. Against Phil. Against your will. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Somebody in here just said, can somebody lend me their HBO account? I have something I have to do after this. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Hilarious. Wackadoodles. I can't, I want to hear about it next week. You got to tell Whatever. Me I'm watching it. 100%. I want to know about it. Okay. All right, guys. Well, this was a um, an interesting episode. We had a lot of twists, a lot of turns. Yeah. Too, yeah, we did. <laughs> we went all over the place. Sorry. Uh, putting the fun in dysfunction. Thanks, Haley. Um, yeah. So we will... We'll see you next week. I'll definitely... Um, Watch that show for you guys. Um, just as research. Hey, if it's on HBO, does that mean they're not blurring it? I don't think they are. <gasps> Do you want to watch it more now? Let me get that subscription. Yeah, let me let get, me can get... I get a password? <laughs> no. Yeah. That's wild. All right. I love you all so much. Join us next week for another episode of Take, Take It, it. Or I don't Leave It Pod. A- an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing but we know we love you we so do. there's that alright guys we'll see you next time have a great week sorry <laughs> <laughs> for being who we are as people okay bye okay, bye <laughs>